Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or the Notorious Fantasy. And in today's video, we got the first of the rankings videos for the week. We are going to be talking about the running back rankings for week one of fantasy football in 2020. Throughout this video, I'm going to give you guys running backs one all the way through 32 in my rankings for the week and talk about why I have them ranked where I do on the given week based upon their matchup, maybe against how I feel like they are going to play in the game, and maybe just based strictly about the player because some players are just simply matchup proof they may have a very hard opponent but it doesn't matter because they are that guy and you drafted them early because they are that guy so try not to overthink things and let's have a great time inside of this video so before I get into it please make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below it's free I put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship so please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below we are approaching in on seven thousand subscribers so i really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart how much support i've seen recently so thank you guys a lot but without further ado let's get right into it week one running back rankings we start here with running backs one through 12 on the week first we got christian mccaffrey versus the las vegas raiders now i don't even think he ha personally has the best matchup of the group I actually think Ezekiel Elliott is down to have a big game this week up against the LA Rams but I have Christian McCaffrey listed as number one because if you don't have Christian McCaffrey la lifted or not lifted listed as number one you're gonna feel like a dumbass because every single week no matter the matchup he is going to be the number one guy and this matchup up against the Las Vegas Raiders is a quite the good one for Mr. Run CMC I think against the Las Vegas Raiders this is going to be a high scoring affair back and forth and Christian McCaffrey is always so involved in the Carolina Panthers offense that I think having him ranked anywhere outside of number one would be quite foolish. At number two, like I said, Ezekiel Elliott at the LA Rams. This is another game that I personally believe is going to be very high scoring in that new SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles. I think that Ezekiel Elliott puts up a great game in this matchup. And with Amari Cooper potentially being injured, and potentially not getting as many snaps, maybe going out there as a decoy. I think we'd see an amazing game out of Ezekiel Elliott here. And don't be surprised if he just moseys on into the end zone a bunch of times and somehow finishes above Christian McCaffrey. But like I said, don't be silly. Wrap your willy. Make sure that you know that Christian McCaffrey, not putting him at number one, you're going to feel like a dumbass if he doesn't list as the number one guy at the end of the week or if he does end up listing as the number one guy at the end of the week. At number three, we have my man Dalvin Cook going up against the Green Bay Packers. Now, I don't like Dalvin Cook, not based off of talent, but due to injury concerns but on a week-to-week -week basis this guy's always going to be inside of the top five the question is just when will he inevitably end up getting hurt so going up against the Green Bay Packers this is an excellent matchup for Dalvin Cook both of these teams I think are going to look to run the rock heavily inside of this game I think there's going to be a very heavy run affair from Aaron Jones as well as Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook obviously one of the better running backs in the league both involved in the pass catching game as well as the rushing game and up against that Green Bay defense I think Dalvin Cook could have a sensational game on Sunday next guy up there Saquon Barkley versus the Pittsburgh Steelers and that's the case of what I was talking about at the beginning of the video you have a guy in a tough matchup the Pittsburgh Steelers have one of the best defenses in the NFL but you know what it does not fucking matter when you put a beast like Saquon Barkley out there it doesn't matter what defense it is Saquon Barkley still finishing inside of the top 10 and probably even the top five they're not going to be able to stop him regardless of how good their line is how good that defense is they just simply cannot stop Mr. Saquad's Barkley so I got him ranked at number four on the week going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night at number five we have Josh Jacobs at the Carolina Panthers like I said this is going to be a high scoring matchup when I touched on talking about Mr. CMC 
I believe the same thing is going to go for Josh Jacobs. Now, allegedly this year, he is meant to be involved more in the pass catching game. So let's hope we can see that week one up against the Panthers when they're going to have to be Dinkin and Duncan to move up the field to try to win this game against the Carolina Panthers, which I do think the Raiders end up winning this game. At number six, we have Alvin Kamara going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another case of an amazing matchup going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This should be quite the high scoring game. Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara are going to get the ball seven zillion times in this game. The contract dispute never ended up coming to an end. I don't believe yet that Alvin Kamara has a contract, but at the end of the day, there's been no complaining from Alvin Kamara recently. He's going to play. He's going to suit up. He's not getting his ass traded, so feel confident in playing Alvin Kamara here this week up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in one of the best matchups of the week, if not the best matchup to watch, at least with your eyes. At number seven, we see Derrick Henry going up against the Denver Broncos. Now, I thought this is kind of a tougher matchup going up against the Denver Broncos, but the Denver Broncos ended up losing Von Miller a few days ago to injury, so Derrick Henry is going to absolutely eat the Denver fucking Broncos for breakfast. Regardless of the matchup, Derrick Henry is going to be able to absolutely eviscerate this Denver defense, but without Von Miller, I think this is a much easier game for Derrick Henry. Sure, he's not going to be involved too heavily in the pass-catching game, but that has never mattered to Derrick Henry in the past. Now, Derrick Henry typically starts his seasons out slow. We saw that last season. He didn't play as well until uh, Ryan Tannehill started, but now maybe that Ryan Tannehill is the starting quarterback. He starts the season running for a zillion yards, so don't expect if he somewhat disappoints this week due to how typically he kind of starts slow on the season, but I still think this is a good matchup for him. We got him ranked inside the top 10 at number 7. At number 8, we have Mr. Clean. Why your flow so mean? Austin Eckler of the LA Chargers going up against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Bengals defense is atrocious. Austin Eckler should be able to easily double tap that defense straight in the ass and score a million points. We saw Austin Eckler eviscerate early in the season last year when Melvin Gordon wasn't there. Now, Melvin Gordon got his ass shipped off to Denver. They said, Kobe, get the hell out of here. And now it is Austin Eckler's time to shine. And going up against a Garbo defense in the Cincinnati Bengals, we could see a tremendous game out of Mr. Austin Eckler. At number nine, we have the other running back on the other side of the ball. That is Joe Mixon going up against the LA Chargers. Now, I touted Joe Mixon as a top five running back coming into the season, and I'm going to put him inside the top 10 for this week. Now, I know what you might be thinking. Nick, you said he was top five, and you put him inside the top 10. What are you talking about? This is a tough matchup up against the LA Chargers defense. Obviously, they lose Derwin James for the remainder of the season, but the LA Chargers do have a tough defense, tough front seven, tough secondary. I think that Joe Mixon may struggle a bit in this game, especially with not having the best offensive line in the league, but at the end of the day, I believe Joe Mixon will get enough dump-off opportunities, just like with Josh Jacobs. They're saying Joe Mixon is going to be more involved in the pass-catching game, so I'm going to believe in it. I'm going to buy into it, and I think Josh, not Josh Jacobs, Joe Mixon is going to be able to have a pretty decent game this week going against the Chargers, but don't, do not, do not fret. If Joe Mixon doesn't play amazing this week, he will have better matchups in the future. This is just a tough one for Joe Mixon, but I believe he is a strong enough of a player to be able to overcome it, and I hope my king, Joe Mixon, is able to slay the LA Chargers. At number 10, we got my main man, Kenyon Drake of the Carolina, not the Carolina Panthers, the Arizona Cardinals going up against the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. Now, Kenyon Drake absolutely ate the 49ers last season for breakfast. He fucked them in the ass without the use of any lube, and I expect that to happen again. Kenyon Drake is so involved in this offense. He is a key piece, a vital piece for Mr. 5-6 Kyler Murray in this offense, even in a tougher matchup up against the 49ers. I think Kenyon Drake, we saw him. He was the 49ers kryptonite last season. The 49ers were not really able to stop the run against him as well as against Damian Williams in the playoffs, so I think Kenyon Drake is going to be able to run wild again. I got him as a top 
10 running back on the week coming in at number 10. At number 11, we have James Conner going up against the New York football giants. Now, James Conner is honestly one of my favorite running backs in the NFL, but just like with one of my other favorite running backs, David Johnson, he deals with big injury concerns. Now, this is an excellent matchup up against the New York football giants. Their defense got hurt even more in the offseason. They draft a guy. He does something stupid. I believe it was like some he got arrested, then they cut him. So the defense not looking super hot. James Conner, when healthy, is very good for fantasy football-wise as well as real in real life. Yet they have a great offensive line, and going up against the New York football giants, I don't think they stand too much of a chance going up against Mr. James Conner. And closing in on the top 12, we have A.A. Ron Jones going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Like I spoke on earlier, this matchup between Dalvin Cook and Aaron Jones is going to be headed by both of those players. Both running backs are going to excel in this game because of the fact that they are going to be running the ball so much, in my opinion. I like both these backs in this game, and really anyone inside of this top 12, I would not be surprised if they finished inside of the top 5. It is week 1, so some real messed up shit is going to end up happening, and some random guy I have ranked at 32 could end up inside the top 10, but that's with every week, but especially the randomness is increased week 1 when we really have not seen much out of these guys yet aside from training camp clips now on to running backs 13 through 24 if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below it's free i put out content every single day to help you guys win that 2020 fantasy football championship coming in here at number 13 we have chris carson at the atlanta falcons chris carson is a staple of the seattle seahawks offense pete carroll just sits there chooses gum munches that shit down and calls a million run plays that's just what old pete carroll loves to do and the atlanta defense is not bueno they are no bueno as they would say in Mexico they are not looking very good and Chris Carson should be able to run a train on that defense with little competition behind him I really am not scared of Carlos Hyde at all I think Chris Carson has a great game up against the Atlanta Falcons at 14 we have the Atlanta Falcons running back Todd Gurley going up against the Seattle Seahawks again we have a case of a player that I fucking hate I hate Todd Gurley in fantasy football strictly based off of his knee and my worry about how many touches is he going to get on a weekly basis you drafted him highly now you're going to make the bed and you're going to have to sleep in it because we are going to see this week if how involved Todd Gurley is in this offense. I think he may be super involved early in the season and they may have to actually suck the touches back because to make sure that he doesn't end up getting hurt if they are especially going to potentially be a playoff team this year, which is entirely possible considering there are seven playoff spots now. So Miles Sanders is the guy that I'm going to go ahead. Not Miles Sanders. I should say I skipped ahead. Todd Gurley is a guy that I'd start this week in a good matchup up against the Seahawks, but, 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 but. Don't be too surprised if he shits the bed, but he could also play very good considering this should be a high-scoring affair in Seattle. That's why I got him ranked pretty fairly, in my opinion, at running back 14 of 15. Like I said, I kind of just spoke a little too early. Miles Sanders up against the Washington football team. Now, this is another case of where you have to wait until Sunday to figure out truly what is going to be happening. If it seems like Sanders is 100% good to go, Seems like he's going to play a lot of snaps. That's, those are the reports. Then you play him. If it seems like he is going to be on a decreased workload, I would probably sit him because I think the other running backs will be good just enough against the Washington football team that has a very strong front seven already. So they're going to be, have to rely more on the pass catching game in this game, more about throwing the ball. So I'm not sure Miles Sanders is going to be super involved. I don't have him ranked inside of the top 12, whereas if he was healthy, he'd probably be ranked inside of the top eight, even up against a tougher uh front seven in the Washington football team. At 16, we have Big Dick Nicholas Chubb 
at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, obviously, this is going to be a tougher matchup. The Baltimore defense is very good, but this is an in-division game, and for some reason, the Browns always play close to the Baltimore Ravens, regardless of the fact that the Baltimore Ravens are pretty much world beaters at this point. Nick Chubb is still going to be able to have a good game. This offense is centered around Kevin Stefanski running, 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 running the ball every goddamn fucking play, and Nick Chubb is going to get the ball a zillion times in this game up against the Baltimore Ravens. At number 17, we have Mackie Mock Ingram going up against the Cleveland Browns, both running backs in the same game. Obviously, Mark Ingram going to get touches in this game. Now, J.K. Dobbins is listed as the running back four on the depth chart. I'm not sure how true that is, and I'm just not sure how true the split is going to be this season between the running backs in the Baltimore backfield. I think Ingram will be able to see a lot of rushing opportunity in this game due to playing the Browns since they are going to likely be ahead often in this game. So I think Mark Ingram will be pretty good this week. Got him at running back number 17. At running back 18, we have James White going up against the Miami Dolphins with the uncertainty at the other running back position besides who's going to be the actual in-between-the-tackles rusher. Will it be Michelle? Will it be another guy? Who fucking knows? But I think James White is going to be very involved in this game. I think Miami is going to play close to them. I think they are going to have to pass in this game, and that would obviously be a huge benefactor of James White's point total coming from the pass-catching game. So I think he is involved a lot in this game going up against the Miami Dolphins. That's why I got him at number 18. At 19, we have Raheem Mostert going up against the Arizona Cardinals. Now, the Arizona Cardinals defense is shit. I do worry about the fact that Raheem Mostert isn't a committee back there. But at the end of the day, this is a perfect matchup for Raheem to play. Amazing. So I'm going to roll him out there on a team that loves to run the ball against the Arizona Cardinals defense. At number 20, we have Le'Veon Bell at the Buffalo Bills. This is a not-so-bueno matchup for Le'Veon Bell at all. This is probably the worst matchup he could have gotten for a week one game, especially in division. The Buffalo Bills defense is very strong against the run, especially, but I think they're going to have to be throwing in this game, and Le'Veon Bell is very involved in the pass-catching game of the Jets offense. I think Sammy Mono may be seeing ghosts and may just see Le'Veon Bell standing in front of him, waving his hands, fucking up and down, praying that Sam Darnold just throws him the ball since he's the only playmaker on the goddamn team. I think Le'Veon Bell has a decent game this week, finishing as a middling running back two on the week. At 21, we have my boy Kareem Hunt going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Like I said, I believe the running backs are going to be very involved in this game since they like to run the ball so much in Cleveland. And with Nick Chubb likely seeing a restricted uh, pass-catching role with Kareem Hunt in the offense and Kareem Hunt potentially starting as a wide receiver in a lot of plays, I think Kareem Hunt could have a very good game this week, very safe going up against the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Before we get into running back number 22, Melvin Gordon, I'd like to give you guys a word from my friends and my sponsor over at OverlayDFS.com. OverlayDFS.com has introduced a new and innovative game onto their website called the Matchup Shop. I found myself really enjoying this, and I'm going to find myself making a video about this on Sunday if you guys want some advice on it. But I want to give, go ahead and explain to you guys how this works so that you guys can check it out yourself. Pretty much what it is is just like in gambling, there are spread picks on team versus team. But instead of team versus team, this is player versus player in fantasy football. Who is going to score more fantasy points? For an example, Russell Wilson plus 6.5 fantasy points or Lamar Jackson minus 6.5. If you're not trying to get a little bit complicated there, trying to figure out the spread picks right there. You can just go with ones that are like Moneyline right here. Josh Allen or Big Ben. Who scores more fantasy points? Straight up plus or minus zero, so it's just pretty much straight up a money line bet. Which guy scores more points in fantasy football? I found myself really enjoying this. It's super easy, and you can pick the amount of money you want to bet on each player. You could go from anywhere, any range pretty much of money, however much you are comfortable betting 
on each and every every matchup. So please make sure that you guys check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description and back to future Nick with the video. And we are back. Please make sure to check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. Come join and play with me. At number 22, like I said, we have Melvin Gordon versus the Tennessee Titans. Now, I hate this matchup for Melvin Gordon, a very formidable defense and opponent in the Tennessee Titans. Very good squad. I think Melvin Gordon really struggles in this game. I think he could finish as a running back too, but I would not be surprised if he fell quite far down than running back 22. He's a guy that I'm not really looking to start, but I think this is where he really finds his home this week with very little upside up against the Tennessee Titans, especially with the 50-50 split between him and Philip Lindsay. At 32, we have Marlon Mack at the Jacksonville Jaguars. I like Mack a lot in this matchup. I'd prefer starting him to Jonathan Taylor. As you guys can know, because I haven't talked about Jonathan Taylor yet, Marlon Mack legitimately skull fucks the Jacksonville Jaguars defense on a year-in, year-out basis, and with Jonathan Taylor likely not getting as many touches earlier in the season until he surpasses Marlon Mack. I think Marlon Mack is a great start this week up against a garbage Jacksonville Jaguars defense. Closing out the top 24, we have Tariq Cohen going up against the Detroit Lions in Detroit. Now, right now, we are unsure if David Montgomery is going to play. This is with David Montgomery playing. I feel like he's 24, potentially has top, maybe even higher, maybe 20 potential if David Montgomery was not to play on the week. So with that said, I think Tariq Cohen will be a lot more involved since I don't think David Montgomery is going to get the full workload if he plays and is a good matchup going up against the Detroit Lions defense in Detroit. So now on to running backs 25 through 32 before we close out the video. Like I said, I don't like Jonathan Taylor as much as Mr. Marlon Mack in this game. I definitely think he has high upside in this matchup since the Jaguars defense is so ass, but at the end of the day, I think that Jonathan Taylor will not get enough touches to make himself submit, or not submit, submit himself at the end of the week to becoming a top 24 running back. At 26, we have Cam Akers going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Has far much more upside than Jonathan Taylor, in my opinion, strictly based off of the matchup, but... I think the problem with Cam Akers might be Darrell Henderson may end up playing, which completely throw his value straight out the goddamn window and into a goddamn trash bin. So with that said, if Darrell Henderson doesn't play, I love Cam Akers on the week. I think he could get a shit ton of touches against the Rams. But if Henderson is going to end up playing, I think we may see Akers really disappoint week one of the NFL season. At 27, we see Jordan Howard going up against the New England Patriots. Not the greatest running back for fantasy football, but a safe play as a running back three, a guy who's going to get a lot of touches against the New England Patriots since I believe they're going to have to run the ball to try to slow down the clock against the Patriots to end up beating them. Brian Flores, a very smart coach of the Belichick coaching tree. I believe Jordan Howard is a good enough back to go in between the tackles and make something happen and potentially play pretty well for the Miami Dolphins. At 28, we have Devin Singletary going up against the New York football Giants. Now, this is what we would call an amazing matchup for Devin Singletary, but what I worry about is how involved is Zach Moss. I'd prefer to watch it happen week one than throw Devin Singletary into my lineup and him take a shit right on your chest like he was Odell's girlfriend. I'm probably going to make that joke a million times because it's so funny how Odell apparently likes to get shit on by his girlfriend, but with that said... Devin Singletary does have a great matchup. Would not be surprised if he finished amazing on the week since the Jets' defense is so bad. But Zach Moss could prove to spell him and screw him completely over out of being good in this game. So I'm going to sit low on Devin Singletary this week on 28. 
28 in my running back rankings. At 29, we have A.G. Antonio Gibson going up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this is his first ever NFL game. Not sure how involved he's going to be. Not listed as the running back one on the team just yet. This is a wait and see kind of a play. Sure, you can play him because he does have upside in this game. Potentially, if they're down, having to throw the ball a lot. Antonio Gibson is a great pass-catching running back. But... As the guy would say on American Idol, that's a no for me, dog, because I'm not about to play Antonio Gibson this week. I just don't feel it. I'm not feeling it in my loins. I'm going with my gut and saying that I don't think Antonio Gibson is going to be good this week. That's why I got him ranked outside of the top 24. At 30, we have Mr. David Montgomery going up against the Detroit Lions. Now, if David Montgomery plays and is 100% healthy, which seems like could be in the books, I think he's going to finish as a top 32 running back on the week with top 20 potential, potentially against a not-so-good Detroit Lions defense. Obviously, you have to bake in the risk of the fact that they may say he's going to be 100% and him not be 100% and be on a snap count. So that's why I got him at 30 because I try to bake in the risk with my rankings. At 31, we have Philip Lindsay going up against the Tennessee Titans. Like I said with Melvin Gordon, seems like it could be a 50-50 split. And if Philip Lindsay magically falls into the end zone or potentially works harder and plays better than Melvin Gordon, a top 32 ranking for him, shouldn't be all that complicated on the week. And at 32, we have Rojo, Ronald Jones going up against the New Orleans Saints. Now, Ronald Jones... Leonard Fournette. I'd probably play Ronald Jones the first couple of weeks until Leonard Fournette really emerges as the guy, but it's really a toss-up, a coin flip between the two guys. Which guy scores a touchdown will probably be the guy that finishes highest in fantasy football on the week, and for right now, for week one, I think Ronald Jones is your best bet for that to happen. I would really like to thank you guys for watching this video. If at any point you ended up enjoying again, please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below. I love you guys so much, and I really appreciate the support. I have seen recently it means a the fucking world to me. Uh, I don't even think that you guys can understand. It, it really does mean everything to me. So thank you guys all for watching. I hope that you guys are having a great day. Make sure to check out OverlayDFS.com. Link down below in the description. Come join me on there and play. Let's win some money this weekend. I love you all. I'll see you motherfuckers later with another banger of a video. Good boy!